Okay, so I'm going to say the word, and then you say a word, you just let it rip. All right, and just quick quick as possible, no, no thinking. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm good. I'm ready. Okay. Expiration. Date. Ordeal. Panic. I don't know why. Because <laughs> I am panicking. Uh, endurance. Test. Survivorship. Now I'm just thinking of boats. Trapped. Door. How about this one? <clears throat> Mission. Impossible. See? God damn it. Feet. Pick. What? It's a feet. Yeah, what'd you say? Pick. Kick? With a K? Like a feet. No, pick. Feet pick. Feet picks. <laughs> <laughs> survivors thank you for tuning in and welcome to the devil's cut an all things horror podcast where we talk about horror movies video games books if it's scary we'll probably talk about it uh, i'm here matt young with my co-host eric rossi so how you doing today eric i'm good yeah i'm surviving my day oh <laughs> good good um you well i'm doing much better uh than last week so first things first anybody who listened to our bones and all podcast let me just give you i know eric did like the best job he could with editing uh i was on new i started some new anxiety meds last time uh which eric didn't know about and i didn't know how they were gonna affect affect me when combined with alcohol and it is a tradition of the show to uh, our drinks of choice while we record it's kind of part of the theme <laughs> um but <laughs> Man, like about, I'm I'm sure you did your best to hide it, but I'm sure it's very noticeable that about halfway through that show, I just went off a cliff. It was pretty funny in the edit. Uh, it was like, it was, incre- <laughs> it was like levels. It was increments. I was like, oh, he kind of like slurred that word. And then it was kind of like, oh, he kind of lost his train of thought there. And then at one point I was just like, this motherfucker is shit. <laughs> I was, man. And I knew it was coming too. I felt it like a second before it happened. I was like, oh, and then that's, I think there was like a point where I don't even know what I was. It just like my whole brain just like leaked out my ears. (laughs) (laughs) So I hope we still, you know, were enjoyable enough that like you came back to this episode so that I could apologize for it. You know, maybe, maybe down the line when we've got like, you know, dozens of episodes, you know, under our belt, we can like archive that bad boy we'll see but right now right now with only four out we can't afford it so we're it's, it's staying up there humiliation be damned well that was last week what are we talking about this week oh so this week uh i actually came up with the idea for this uh a few weeks back i watched a movie called fall uh you listeners may have heard of it uh i know i i was talking about it for a while to you eric how about how I wanted to see it. Um, it was how I was very interested in it. So I, I, it came out on early access, I guess on Amazon. So I just plopped it on one night while I was working. So for those of you who don't know, fall is a, it, so it's directed by Scott Mann. It's starring Grace Caroline Curry, who we last saw her, uh, at, in a horror movie. She was Carol in Annabelle creation. She was one of the, uh, like adult, um, like boarding oh. home, workers 
She's also Mary Marvel in Shazam, but that doesn't count because it's not a horror movie. Uh, uh, also co-starring Virginia Gardner, who was the blonde babysitter that got killed in Halloween 2018. Oh, the best babysitter ever. Mm hmm. Oh, that's her. The one in the one in the same. So two, we got two girls with like a couple a good horror movie or two between them. Uh, so it's about these two girls. They star as like they're like thrill seekers. Um, and the the one girl, uh, Becky, who's played by Grace, the girl from Annabelle, uh, She's married to this guy, Dan. All three of them are like these uh, adrenaline junkies. They're doing like the craziest thing that I think like people do on the regular, which is just mountain climb without any gear, you know, free climbing. Ugh. Right. Just like chills me to the bones just thinking about it. Um, and so they're doing that. There's like an accident. The husband, Dan, dies. It's like in the first two seconds of the movie. So, you know, no spoilers yet. Then some time goes by. She's grieving. The two kind of split. They come back together, I think, like a year later. And the the one blonde girl, I think her name is Hunter, I, I believe is her name. Um, She is, like, running, like, a Twitch or YouTube channel. She's, like, a social media person. Um, She streams, like, all her adrenaline uh, chasing activities. And she wants to climb this, like, crazy, like, TV radio tower that's, like, two, I think it's... It's based off a real tower. It's out in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the desert, and it's like two thousand feet tall or something like that. It's like insane. It's the, I don't even know that. how we built it. Jesus I don't Christ. even know how how we built it because it's just like there's. It's almost the same width like the entire time up. I don't know how it stands. I don't know how we like how we got it up that high. It's crazy. But Do you think so, it's like three hundred feet under the ground. Also, like just buried. It has to, something like that. Yeah, I don't know, man. Either way, it's crazy, but their whole thing is they want to climb all the way to the top of it and, like, toss the husband's ashes, and it's also, like, reconnect, and, like, it's, like, kind of like a get Becky's groove back kind of deal. Uh, kind of like the descent, where, like, the, the dad is- Yes, or not exactly. Dad, the husband's yes. dead, so the girls are getting together, the gang, to go do one more uh, descent. Exactly, which we'll talk about descent in a little bit, um, but yeah, so same idea. Um, obviously, shit goes wrong. They climb all the way up to the top. The ladder breaks. There's more to it, which I'll get to in a bit. But, you know, so now they're just stuck up at the very tippy, tippy top of this thing with no way down, no food, little water. Now they got to survive and also figure out how to get down. Uh, and that's the premise of the movie. And so th this movie is the, the 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 horror of it is all tied into like it might not be scary to everybody, but it was horrifying to me because I have a debilitating fear of heights heights like sometimes i'm like up on like the third rung of a ladder and i start to get nervous and i'm like i wouldn't even i would like i would barely feel it if i jumped off but it's still i get sweaty i get like cold sweats if i climb up a ladder it's crazy i don't know why oh you know like looking over like the balcony at like a mall or something like mm -hmm. down into the yeah oof can't do it i'm always i get this irrational fear that someone's just gonna run up and push me you know <laughs> So do you have a fear of falling or do you have a fear of the edge? Well, what 
Well, why why would you be afraid of the edge if it wasn't because you might fall off of it? So what I'm saying is, like, would you ever go <laughs> skydiving? No, absolutely not. Interesting, interesting. Never. What no, about, like, no, a rock high, wall? High, I don't even like rock walls. Even when I'm, like, fully secured and stuff, I don't, I still don't, I can't do it, man. Any kind of, any kind of being off of, like, a solid, like, foundation uh, of a floor, like, beneath me. stilts? You ever try stilts? N- nothing higher than, like, a couple <laughs> feet. I, I can't. I used to, I, I had to help my stepfather paint one time, and he had, like, these, like, individual feet, like, stilts that you could, like, like clip your shoes and boots into, you know? So you could mm-hmm. walk around. Um, kind of I wore those one. Yeah, that, those were okay. Dangerous. Yeah, but they're not that high, so I or they weren't, so I didn't have to worry about it. But yeah, man, I seriously, I'm so afraid of heights. And it made me. This movie made me think. You know, like I mean, we watch all sorts of crazy stuff, like demons killing people, ghosts haunting, Michael Myers is slashing, all this stuff, and it's all considered horror. And it certainly scares some people. Like there's definitely, you know, Heather can't handle. You know, my spooky fiance can't handle gore. It scares the shit out of her. Uh, you know, we all have things that scare us. And it just feels like sometimes things get classified more as horror than others. But to me, this was a horror movie while some people might not consider it. But like I had the cold sweats the whole time watching this movie. I was there was multiple times I wanted to just shut it off. Do you think the specific height of this object they climb is what tips it over the scale of like horrifying uh well i mean me maybe i don't know because i'm sure it could have been a lot lower and i still would have been terrified but like feet. yeah <laughs> but, but yeah yeah it could have been it could have been they're just sitting on top of you know like a six foot ladder and i still probably would have been nervous but the yeah i i think like the, this movie kind of pushes it to an extreme that i think horror movies tend you know tend to do with a lot of like scary subject matter you know like we're always talking about the most extreme like scariest version of something like a haunting or like an exorcism or something it's always got to be like to the max you know so Mm -hmm. so i just thought you know we should talk about this kind of phenomenon uh like survival you know like these scenarios where people are like surviving situations that some people might not necessarily consider horror, but I think should, you know, they, they count because somebody's scared of it. Um, and over the the couple weeks since I suggested it, I think we discovered, though, that it's like kind of like as if horror needs any more subgenres. It's 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 kind of hard to define. The wall that I ran into is, well, most horror is about people trying to not get killed by something or survive some type of ordeal. But there is definitely a specific kind of genre of like survival versus a slasher versus a haunting versus a psychological thriller. Like there, there definitely is like a niche somewhere for it, but it's very, it's like a mirage. It's like, once you start trying to put things up on the wall, like, okay, this is definitely a survival horror. It's like, all right, well, this is also this kind of movie and this kind of movie. It's like, hmm. Yeah. So I think what we're going to do today, So first, I'm going to go back in and just talk a little bit more about Fall because I want to tell you about it because it was really good. Um, But then after that, we're going to sort of break down. We've you've you've sort of broken it down into four categories uh, where we can where we found some movies that kind of fit this bill. But I think a lot of them might be more like a lot of them probably more widely accepted as horror. But we're going to 
give you guys an opportunity to get to know us a little bit better and our specific fears and just our tastes in general. Yeah, because I definitely picked ones that I also am very partial to. <laughs> good. Very good. Yeah. Although I think I have a lot less to choose from than you, but we'll I, I, I've heard your list, so and I agree with a lot of them, so we'll but we'll get there. But first so I'm getting into spoiler territory for fall. So if you haven't seen it and you want to, you know, as usual, stop now, pause it, go watch it, come back later. But um, if you're not going to see it because you're too afraid of heights like I almost was and or you don't care anyway, then just keep on listening. All right. So. Well, wait, before that, let me ask you, you saw this at home, right? Yes, I did. I'm I don't know if I could have survived in a theater watching this. Is this in theaters at all anywhere or is this just streaming no it, well it's not anymore but it did have a uh, theatrical release okay 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 yeah uh i did not catch it in theaters though and i'm like i like i said i'm kind of glad i oh, i would have had a hard time man because i was like wiggling in my seat like at my desk watching this <laughs> like and my screens you know like 30 you know, it's like a 30 inch screen. So trying to watch this in IMAX, I think I would have had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I already broke down the the premise in general for you. So it's the movie stars Becky and Hunter, these two girls. So they you don't really need to know, you know, that the husband dies. That's the important part. You know, he dies. Uh, Becky's having a really tough time with it. Oh, also her dad is played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Weirdly. Like it just seemed like a really big name to just like toss into the movie. <laughs> I was like, Jeffrey, aren't you on the walking dead? Don't you like have a thousand spinoffs to film? What are you doing in this movie? Yeah. I'm looking at the cast now and he <laughs> seems to be the only other than this guy, Daryl Dennis, but he seems to be the only face that I really recognize other than the two leads. Yeah, he would be. Cause there's really no other characters in the movie for the most part. Um, but so the movie starts with that, you know, tragedy, the two girls get back together. They go on a little road trip. One thing about this movie is it's really really well written um both the dialogue it, it, like it's well written well acted but also just like the pacing of the movie it's really good at dropping you little little like hints and tidbits and then it it's great with the callbacks like the whole movie kind of ties together really nicely too so it's not only is it terrifying but it just feels like like a good solid like like story that all comes together so you know it's satisfying in the end the two girls like are driving to this thing again it is called um some sort of radio tower is it in america yes okay interesting so in the movie they call it the b67 tv tower but it is based off of a real radio tower known as it's called the sacramento joint venture tower well that's a mouthful it's also known as like the kxtv tower or something like that um KXTV. But it is 2,049 feet tall. Oh, those 49 feet. In, that's the one that really puts The extra 49. Well, there's like one, there's a little, there's a little tiny tower that extends up from the very top that has like a light on it. They say this in the movie. I don't know if it's actually true, but it sounds cool. Apparently the, there's like a big blinking light at the top so that airplanes don't fly into it. Makes sense. You know, I guess because it's so high. Um, I don't know if that's a real thing or they just made that up for the movie to make you like sh to really show you how tall this thing was. But anyway, so the two girls, they stop. They're like in the town that the tower is just outside of. They stop at a like rest stop 
and like the one girl's phone dies and so uh they but there's nowhere to charge it like the the diner lady is like ah we don't charge phones here um so she shows like (laughs) her she shows her friend becky this like hack where if you like unscrew a light bulb and again i'm I don't know if this is actually true or if they're the movie is just bullshitting me the whole time. But she like takes the charger and like sticks it into like the conductors of the like the where the light bulb rests and can charge her phone that way. Is that like a thing? I have never heard of that. But also I'm scared of taking apart light bulbs. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't want (laughs) to. Yeah, I don't want to like get shocked. So but either way, so she teaches her friend. Oh, here's this hack where you can charge your phone if all you have is a. Uh, a empty light socket and nobody's letting you use a wall socket um then like when they're leaving the one friend is like doing like a little social media post and they almost get like you know those shots in horror movies where like two people are in a car and they keep showing side views of like oncoming like traffic from either side and you're like somebody's gonna crash into these people mm-hmm. it's one of those shots and like they almost get plowed into by like a car uh but like stop just in time you know uh, but then like later on they get to the like tower they climb up it everything goes to shit you know they get up to the top it's a really and it's such a long drawn out scene too so of course i'm like sweating i'm like oh why are you climbing up this thing this is insane so are they totally uh, like free climbing like <clears throat> the like those eastern european kids who just like climb scaffolding and hang off with a hand or do they have like like what's their what's their setup no they have like rock climbing equipment they have like carabiners and ropes and all that stuff okay. um, so they're like pre- prepared but the problem is when they get to the top like the uh the, the old rusty like ladder breaks and it all like falls down you know oh, and like okay. <clears throat> the girls have to like catch each other and they pull and there's like this basically like a big platform at the top it's not big but it's big enough for like two people to sit on you know Mm -hmm. so there's this big platform at the top and they're just stuck up there because they can't get down because the ladder is broken off like so far oh i'm Um, looking at the poster now i see what you mean yeah and so the whole movie is just them a lot of the movie is just them trying to contact people so they each have phones but they're so high up that they're like away from any like cell phone reception what I didn't know that's how that worked. Well, they're also out in the middle of the desert, so that's probably also oh, okay. an issue. <laughs> Definitely, they in the movie they say that it's because they're so high up. Uh, but I, I mean, again, again, I'm not wait, a, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a science boy. When the option of, oh, I guess we're in the middle of the desert. There's no reception. When that option is there, I don't know why we'd go. With, oh, we're too high up. Like what? Because. So one of the like solutions to oh here's so we, we we don't have any cell reception but we had they had reception when they were at the bottom of the tower. So their idea is to take one of their cell phones, send a text message, put it in a shoe, throw it off and then hope the text message goes through on its way down. Oh, you know what? That's pretty fucking smart. Yeah. But they want they don't want so they want to like cushion the thing by putting it in the shoe to make sure that like it has his it doesn't explode on impact yeah so that it might make it all the way to the bottom and then send the shoe does the thing doesn't work the phone obliterates they don't see it but they just have to assume <laughs> they wait like 10 hours and they're like okay well i guess that didn't work oh they wait 10 hours they're up there for like three days or something Fuck. over the course of the whole movie and so another thing oh they also have a drone with them Oh, that's fun. The social media girl, uh, Hunter, she wants to do like a whole thing, you know, to do a big post with that. So they have this drone. They're, they're not, I, I think they just like aren't sure what to, what the game plan is with that yet. There's another part where they like, 
there's like a, a guy in a trailer that shows up and they try to contact him, but they <laughs> they wait until night and then they like they have a flare gun too. They set off the flare and then they have these binoculars and they look and they can see these two guys who are in these tra- this trailer. Um, and they they see the two guys are like, oh look at that flare. They drive over. The girls are like, oh, we're being saved. They're like screaming for it. And then the two guys just break into their car and steal it and drive off. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) It's so funny. Um, And then so then they they realize. Oh, so like earlier in the movie, the like they have a backpack full of supplies. It has like water and stuff in it. But it's it's not on the platform with them. It fell when the like ladder broke and they had to like save each other. And it's resting on like these satellite dishes that are like, uh, I don't know, like 50 feet below them. Um, And so they do like there's this like this like high octane like rock climbing scene where like the one girl Hunter, the blonde girl, she's like climbing down. She gets the backpack and then like something like breaks and she has to do like this like big leap of faith to jump and like without any like, gear just hang on to this dangling backpack and have like the other girl just pull her up with like all her strength you know oh god so she's holding the backpack and the other girl's pulling it up like by yeah. i'm assuming by a rope and some sort of carabiner situation yeah she's like god. literally just she does like that thing where you know she's just like pulling and then wrap the rope around the next arm and then pull and then wrap the rope and then pull um Fuck. like a bunch of time goes by also they're like getting circled by vultures they're like you know so they're like they've got no food they're rationing their water there's a couple nighttime scenes um where you it's quiet so we have like some character building moments oh you find out in the movie that the the husband and the friend were having an affair oh that's fucked so now they're stuck up here together on in with this really awkward situation going on so do they both Uh, so she knows that her friend's sleeping with her husband or it's like you see a flashback and then no no flashbacks they just the, the two that comes out in conversation oh god it's super awkward um and then so then we have a scene where they they determine like no one's come to help. There's nothing that can go that can happen. But they find out they can. Tr- oh, the right, the drone's out of battery. That's what it is. So they have to charge the drone, and this is where this that one callback comes out because there's like a light on the top of the thing that they talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. So the girl has to just kind of like pull shimmy all like another fifty feet up, the very tippy top of this antenna to unscrew the light bulb hang there like while she has the plug in the lamp and she's charging the drone and while she's doing that like this really rude vulture starts attacking her (laughs) (laughs) just starts like it just starts dive bombing her and it's just this vulture puppet that's just like flying into her the whole time fuck uh it's and so eventually she charges the she charges like the the thing long enough and she slides down and (laughs) and then they (laughs) They fly the drone all the way into town and they have like a note attached to it. They wrote like a note, like we're trapped on top of this tower, send help. And they like strap it to the drone. They're flying it up to the diner that they were at earlier in the movie. They It's coming up to the intersection. The drone's crossing the street. Blam, gets blasted by a truck. Uh. Like the same, in the same way that they almost got hit earlier in the movie. <laughs> Why wouldn't you descend down <laughs> on the what, diner? That's fucking crazy. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, why? Why would you cross the street with your drone that low to the ground? It can fly. Why, why would you do this? Wow, and they can see it. They can see it like <laughs> they can see it like through a uh, 
through their phone, like connected, you know, the camera on the drone. Mm -hmm. So like, but she could just see it happen. And just the defeat in her face is just like, oh, my fucking God. Um, All right. So here's my question. Which which one of the girls is piloting the drone when it gets hit? The one who that's Becky. Okay, is Becky the married one? Yes. The one whose husband died, not the one who's in love with the husband when he died. Okay, Um, Okay. but actually, it's been Becky who has done all of the stuff. Becky's the one who did the high climbing vulture attack scene. And there's good for reason for that because once all this defeat has settled in, she has one last conversation with Hunter where Hunter like confesses. She's like, well, you know, Hunter's been dead almost the whole time. What? Ever since that hot, the hot, ever since the high flying backpack like thing, that girl did not pull her friend up. That girl, the the girl died. She fell right back down onto the satellite and mashed her brains in. And she's been like hallucinating her friend the whole rest of the time. Oh, no. I was just thinking to myself before. I'm like, look, I'm still looking at the like cover of the movie. And I'm like, damn, that bitch really like fucking pulled that other girl up. Like, even even if you're like an experienced climber, like that's a fucking that's a feat to be able to pull that much fucking weight up. Yeah, the ghost of Hunter even says, like, did you really think you pulled me up all by yourself? Oh. You know, it's, like, really brutal. And then she looks down and you see her with her brains just, like, <laughs> splatter all over the... <clears throat> it's crazy. And I was like, oh, shit! And this and this whole time, I still, my guts are, like, all topsy-turvy because every shot of this movie reminds you how high up they are. And I'm just, like, vomiting all over the place. <clears throat> Uh, but that's when, it, you know, now it's do or die. She's still got one phone left and she's like, all right, that's it. I'm doing it. She like punches a vulture on the way down. She's like climbing. <laughs> so, so she's trying to climb down. She climbs down to the satellite. She drops like 20 feet or something, la- lands on the satellite, takes her phone, sends that text message, shoves it inside the open vulture wound from her friend's body, and then kicks the body off of the uh, oh my the satellite. Oh, God. So she shoves it in the vulture guts and uses that as padding? No, she... Sh- like- well, so the body the body of Hunter was being eaten by vultures, so her, like, stomach was, like, torn open. So she just shoves her phone into the guts of her friend. Oh, I thought you meant she put it in the vulture. That's so much worse. Oh. No, she puts it in her, in her ex-best friend's guts and kicks her off the thing and that time it does work and the text message actually does go through to her dad jesus all right so this entire time i've been trying to think like maybe this isn't a horror movie but you just shoved your phone in your best friend's guts and kicked her off a tower yeah it's a horror movie (laughs) right it's it is it's scary the whole time but it's just not like there's no monsters or demons or slashers but it's like these two girls got to survive they're in a scary dangerous situation like I was I was nervous the whole time. I was like, "How are they going to get out of this?" And the, and I mean, obviously, I knew both of them weren't going to survive. Like, I'm a I'm a movie goer. I've seen a movie or two. I knew they weren't both making it out. Yeah, that's reasonable. But uh, but yeah, it's 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 got a nice brutal ending. We got some like you know uh, disemboweling going on. But it really did. I'm I'm serious. Like I I haven't felt that like sort of like a horror movie adrenaline rush in like a long time. I think, like, the last time I really felt that way was probably during Hereditary. Oh, wow, yeah. You know? Uh, and I, so I, I was just, I was so m- moved by by feeling, like, actually scared during a movie that I was like, this this has to count. How tense were you at the end? Like, were you white-knuckling through your couch cushion? Like, <laughs> I was. I'm telling you, there was th- multiple scenes in this movie where, where I was, like, I, I was 
wiggling in my chair, determining if I was going to like look away or just turn it off or get up. Like I was like, I don't know if I can watch this. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny, you know, like, like you said before, we watch so much stuff, like so much gore, so much suspense, so much like, you know, terrifying shit. And it's, the movie about the really tall tower. Really tall tower like, got that's me, the man. One that got it you. got it. It really fucking got me. Uh, I, I I don't I don't know how to explain it any better than that. It really got me, and I think it definitely is one of my. I don't know if I'd say it's the best. You know, a, a, a one of my best horror movies of the year, especially not this year. There's too many, but it is definitely the movie that like scared me the most and i don't know if it's because maybe if there's more if there were maybe if there was like you know six more fall movies i might like become desensitized to to heights in in video you know Mm -hmm. until then until i see any sequels or something uh you know i or or if some maybe somebody maybe i have to go watch what's that old uh is it vertical limit or something or vertigo What's that? There's like an old movie where, where there's like rock climbing. It sounds reasonable. Yeah, Let's I think see. that's I'm gonna it. Look it up. It's like an old 90s movie, I believe, where they're climbing like Everest or something like that. Um, it's a 2000s joint. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, you're right. Vertical but, Limit. Yeah, I'm sure if I maybe I should go watch those too. But but like I said, I, until that happens, until I'm like desensitized, you know, this one got me. So I think this is scary. Uh, and if if any listeners are out there, you know, and, and you don't like heights, but you want to, you know, maybe see see what it's like from the safety of your chair and still get scared by them. Like this is a good it's a good one. And it's well acted. It's well written too. like it all kind of the whole movie ties together. It It's it, not bad. It was like a fun, you know, 90 minute romp. I certainly I've certainly had worse evenings, <laughs> but it gets a, it gets a recommend in my book. I'm going to have to check it out. I'm going to have to throw that one on uh, over the weekend at some point. I think that'll be fun. Yeah, I would definitely. I, I think I think you you would enjoy it. But yeah, so I guess, you know, that that covers that whole movie. There was just, you know, I wanted to go over like some of the bigger the, the plot beats and stuff. And I, my I mean, my favorite part really was when the friend shoved her phone in her friend's guts. I mean, that was like, yeah, that's fucking I was crazy. like, ah, that's I was like, that's the climax I was hoping for. That's next level shit. I really thought she was just going to climb all the way down. You know, and it was just going to be like a harrowing climb down. (laughs) But because the movie, you know, was well written, it was it just called back to like an earlier thing that they tried. And it all came full circle. And I was like, wow, this movie was good. Now that I've gone over, I've done my gush on on fall. Now we can kind of talk about other movies that we feel like might fit into this sort of ill-defined subgenre, or at least hard to define so what, Eric, earlier when we first started talking about this, you came up with a, a set of categories. So what what, what what are the categories that you broke this down into? Yeah, so we talked about it earlier in the week, and the more I looked at different, you know, looked back in my head and thinking of different movies I've seen that would fit into this category, uh, I realized that, like, there's very different versions of survival horror. Yeah. So the four, I, I broke it down into four like major categories. And if anyone has suggestions for other ones, please let us know. Send us a message. Leave yeah. A comment, email anything. us at the devil's cut pod at gmail.com. Um, or, or tweet us. You can tweet us too. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure it's the devil's cut pod. Devil's cut pod at Twitter. Um, so one thing right out of the gate, I'm going to say, you know, in, in order to be counted as like a survival horror movie i think one thing is it it can't have the focus 
has to be more on surviving either the elements a or a like set or, or like an environment. I, I think if it has a specific like, you know, obviously every horror movie has people surviving something mm-hmm. but friday the 13th doesn't count because because jason's there like they're not surviving the camp you know crystal lake that like jason is a guy like a, like a slasher monster or villain that is so that is chasing them and murdering people so like that obviously doesn't count right yeah i i think the idea is that the the main arc of the storyline has to do with surviving something that they're aware of you know what i mean like so often in slashers so many people get taken out because they're just completely unaware of what's happening and the fact that there's a killer running around trying to get everyone or you know in a ghost movie like there are people who just don't believe in ghosts and shit like that like i think survival horror you have to be actively engaged in enduring some type of uh, either scenario phenomenon so Uh, also i'm gonna say very little supernatural stuff should be allowed because i i think that kind of i I think you know we can bend a little bit you know i i don't know if i have any movies oh actually i do but yeah so i'm gonna say supernatural should be kept to a minimum if not completely out of the movie in order for it to count okay okay because i have one that i think people would consider supernatural you will when we get to it i'll tell you and we can decide so the four main groups of survival horror that i loosely defined in my head were games of survival so Mm -hmm. something where you're pitted against either a group or a scenario in which you have to actively participate in surviving so things like saw things like uh the cube stuff like that where you're actively it's you versus some part of the scenario yeah all right the next one's pretty self-explanatory it's animalia so any type of (laughs) animal um any type of you know like kind of your jaws or your um snakes on a plane i think is a pretty reasonable Sure. Any any movie. So any any movie where the sur- the survival aspect comes into play, where where the the people or person is pitted against an an actual animal. Yeah, person versus animals. Person. Yeah. If we're going into writing terms, man versus man versus nature, man versus cube. Well, that's the thing about man versus nature. It doesn't necessarily cover the exact specifics of animalia. Well, I mean, it does, but it also. Like, I feel like animal survival horror movies are different than the next category, which is surviving the elements. So, like, in the movie we just talked about, there were animals that were part of the experience where they were, you know, they had to fight off these vultures and stuff. But, like, the main thing to survive wasn't the vultures. It was a feature. And in Animalia, the main feature is the animal. Right. So, yeah. So, instead of being, like, hunted by a bear like a big bear that is the focus of like why you're in danger yeah so fall it was it was the danger was they're high up and also running out of food and water yeah and there are vultures and there was a funny vulture puppet attack but that like you said was not was not the focus of the movie you know it wasn't like oh this this giant vulture has been hunting us since we've got here you know it's not like that the next category is surviving the elements 
So I think fall would fall into this category, would be more of a surviving the elements. You're in a scenario, you're way up, you're out in nature, more exposure-based stuff, Mm -hmm. things of that nature. Um, And surviving the elements, you know, you can kind of lump in some of your, like, disease-based stuff in there, too, because, like, you know... There's plenty of fucking horror movies where it's like, oh, there's a virus and it's not like zombie related. Yeah, I I, don't, I think I would probably classify the I think like a, I probably would leave those out, you know? Yeah. OK, so you don't if it think, were me. We'll get to them. We'll get to them. We'll yeah, we'll out. get to them. Anyway, so we're going to start with games of survival because I have I, I have some good ones and I think you have some good ones for this. Um, also, I think this might be the um, well, so that was only three, right? Yeah, the last one. Oh, yeah, you had one, one more. <laughs> I gave a very fun name, and it's What the Fuck is That Thing? This is a movie where it's not necessarily an animal. It's not necessarily the elements. It's it's you surviving against some sort of... uh, I wouldn't classify The Descent as surviving the elements or a game of survival, because it's kind of like both. Oh, that's there inter- are those that's like, interesting. monsters in the cave, which they have to survive. So to me, that's a what the fuck is that thing? Yeah, you know what? It's funny, because I was going to say, I this is the, this, again, and this is why I forgot about this category, because I actually don't really have anything for this, because I I think this counts as, this This is kind of bleeding into, or it, this is a creature feature, is what you're talking about. Uh, I mean, would you consider... The Descent, a creature feature? Well, no, I actually have The Descent under Surviving the Elements, and we can talk about it when we get there. We can, it's going to be fun. We're going to break this one down, and I, maybe you can convince me. Okay, okay, okay. But before we get to that, let's let's go, let's start at the top. We'll go with Games of Survival. So w- give me your, what's like your number one on this list? Do you mean like, do I think it fits the category best? Like it best illustrates what Games of Survival is or my favorite? I guess if they're different, then give me your favorite. I'm more interested in your favorite at the moment. Okay, okay. So I think the one that best illustrates um, the category would probably be Saw. You know what I mean? It's like you versus the scenario Jigsaw puts you in. You have Mm -hmm. to play the game to survive. I think my favorite that I have written down here is probably your next. I think your next is a game of survival. Yeah, you you know, it's funny. I, 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 that is like my favorite horror movie and I didn't even think to put it in here. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, if you guys haven't figured it out by now, we're going to talk spoilers on like all of these movies in this, these categories. So if you haven't seen spoilers, now is your time to to leave the room. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to have to be on your toes for this one. Um, But. Yeah, your next, I guess I would consider your next a, a, a game of survival loosely. Yeah, I mean, because it's the the idea is that the family, the the siblings are trying to kill off the parents and everybody else so that they can get whatever inheritance. And uh, she pits herself against not only the hitman that they have hired to kill everyone, but also the family. And the family's kind of in on it, so they have to play along making it seem like, oh, everything's fine. And then, you know, eventually we get the twist where it's like, oh, well, they're all in on it. So now it's all of them trying to survive. They're trying to survive the trap set up by the hitmen. They're trying to survive the main character. So everybody gets lumped into this game of survival. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, it, it is kind of like it is it's in the vein of the most dangerous. Game, you know? Exactly. Like, yeah. The when, most dangerous game. That might have been a yeah. better uh, category. Example. Name, yeah. But I like oh, games yeah. of survival. Well, I like games of survival, too. But yeah, most dangerous game probably would have been good. But I don't think it would have been as fitting. Um, 
But yeah, I'm with you. I, okay, I'll, I'll definitely put that. All right, so I'm going to put, uh, I'm going to make a list of, I think, the ones that fit the best in each category. And we can have a definitive list when we're done that we'll okay. post. All right, so yeah, I, I would definitely put um, your next. Uh, would that also, <laughs> so actually I left this one out but so I, I, now that we have that on the list, I think ready or not also definitely counts. Yes. Ready or not is the second. <laughs> there is a little bit of supernaturalness to it, but it has no bearing on the events of the movie. Yeah, it kind of only wraps up the ending. But like the entire idea is that they have to play a game and someone right. has to survive. So it's it totally fits. Right. And it's funny. So is. If I'm remembering correctly, that movie, the conceit is basically like the family made a pact with Satan. And so every year or every time someone gets married in the family, they have to like get a rent. They have to choose randomly what game to play. Mm-hmm. And, and o- only hide and seek involves ritual sacrifice. Like they could just end up playing like a, a friendly game of Uno. Exactly. So it's not only a <laughs> game for the family in figuring out what they have to play, but it's also a game for the new family member that's getting married in right, yeah. of like, okay, yeah. maybe we have to play Scrabble. Maybe we have to run yeah. around the house all night with guns and bows and arrows and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the case of uh, a case of that movie, it is literally a game of hide. Like it is a game of survival. It's hide and seek, but you die if you're found. So that one, I think, game, I think that one definitely counts. I love that. Movie. Although it is, it's I, a bit, uh, I love that too. It's a bit tongue in cheek, but you know, I think some of the best horror movies are so yeah. ready or um, not definitely on the list. Let's see. What else do I have on here? Um, I put, would you rather the Sasha Ooh, Gray vehicle? Oh, real, real good one. I mean, it's more of a Britney snow vehicle, but uh, Sasha Gray does. She is kind of the, it's like when you eat, you're eating something that also has peanut butter in it. And you're like, this is just, a peanut butter dish, <laughs> you know, this is just a, <laughs> It, the flavor just totally <laughs> invades. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it was like like Britney Snow's the main character and she's the one who's driving the movie, but like you put Sasha Gray in a movie, she's the only one I'm really there for. You know? Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just it's just how it's gotta be. Speaking of, you know, Sasha Gray streams on Twitch pretty almost every night. Oh. I was watching her play uh, Elden Ring the other night. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff. I put I put the cube also. Uh, I also have the cube. Okay, okay. So cube is a kind of an old one. There's, I believe, there's three cube movies. But for anybody who doesn't know what the concept of the cube is, it's pretty wild, but it's also pretty simple. Uh, a bunch of strangers uh, wake up seemingly abducted in a room, like a big square room that is clearly like futuristic looking. It's a sci-fi horror movie. What is happening is they're all basically in this giant like rubik's cube essentially where each cube is its own room and they have to go from room to room and each one is filled with all sorts of traps and puzzles and uh ways that it can murder you really easily and it's just about them trying to figure out where they are and how to get out and survive it's a and i think it definitely fits games of survival i mean what's more what's more games of survival than being inside a giant rubik's cube yeah uh i think a a runner-up for this category might be cabin in the woods oh you know what i thought about putting that in here but i i didn't i don't know if i was if i would count it so what kind where would you find that i mean obviously it's kind of like a horror comedy yeah i i think it would i think it would fall basically just under supernatural horror comedy okay okay i i just think it's it obviously there's like game there's a game involved where like the you know, the bureaucrats are like betting on stuff and that is fun. But 
I just don't think because basically what it does is they're putting people into slasher scenarios. So I think that like, you know, you think that strays it from being, a little bit too far yeah. from the light. All right. Totally reasonable. That's I why think I'm saying so. runner so, up. But it did come. Yeah. Yeah. It did come to mind. Honorable mention. Honorable mentions. Oh, definitely. I mean, Cabin in the Woods should just be horror honorable rem- honorable mention all the time because that movie's fantastic. Uh, that's one of those movies that I could always watch. Like you put you put Cabin in the Woods on, I'm always there for the whole, the whole viewing. Yeah, it's it never gets old. It's always funny. I could always watch that movie. Okay, so here's I think the last one that I have that is like on the mm-hmm. borderline that I'm not really sure of. You know, we already talked about Saw. I I think Saw's pretty reasonably in there. Um, but I have the Green Room. Yeah, you know, you, you mentioned that earlier. The green Room, a survival horror movie. Yeah, you know what? I would, but I think I would put it under Surviving the Elements. Okay, okay. You think in a, in a weird way because I, uh, it's, it's the Green Room is sort of like if you dropped somebody in the middle of like the Amazon with like with no knowledge on how to survive it. You know? Are you thinking like, of Green like, Inferno the, or the Green no, Room? No, the Green Room. I'm uh, th- hear me out, like. You know, you drop somebody into a scenario where they have no idea what the environment they're going to is going to be like or how to adapt to it or survive it. Green Room's kind of like that, except replace the Amazon with a neo-Nazi nightclub. Okay. All right. You, All right. you know, it's That's like they, they have to survive the the elements of like, you know, they don't know how they're supposed to behave around the people there. You know, but instead of like survival in the survival sense, it's more of like the, you know, social sense but like i, that, I think it all say social yeah yeah it's more of like a social survival than like a naked and afraid kind of survival so you, you know? think that's closer <laughs> to surviving the elements which to me surviving the elements is more of like a nature thing you don't think it's a game of survival no i don't think there's enough of a the game aspect you know especially so when we get to my my choices i think you'll see where my thought process lies okay let's 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 see let's hear some of yours New. Okay, now on to my list for games of survival. Uh, I already told you, so Cube was was the only, so far the only overlap with this list. Um, Cube, I agree. Yeah, game of survival for sure. Uh, oh no, I had Saw written down, but I had a, um, a an asterisk. I think only the later Saws like really start to fall under this category. Maybe Saw 2 and on, say, but Saw 1, I think Saw 1 is a little bit too intimate of a movie. Like, and I think Jigsaw is like so involved in it that it's more of like a slasher torture porn movie, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Not that there, you know what? And also, I just want to put it out there. I don't like this stigma uh, that the word torture porn has, there's nothing wrong with it. People seem to think that, like, just because a movie's, like, torture porn, that makes it bad. Incorrect. There's plenty of good torture porn movies. Just because most people can't stomach it, that doesn't make it bad. <laughs> yeah, I think we're, we're going to have to, we're going to have to come up with a, a better term. Well, I think we, I think, well, actually, what might be better for society as a whole is to destigmatize the word porn and then, and then work our okay. way back from that. Okay, you know what? That, you're right. I think as a society, that's a much better move. We should we should work on that first, and then we'll worry about the horror movie subgenre. Yeah. Right. All right. So we we agree. Um, but yeah. So I think like the late, the more, the higher the number before the word saw, I think becomes way more games of survival. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the later ones. Like some of the later saw movies are like. 
it's like the whole thing's like a carnival. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, so Saw Cube, my number one, and this might be divisive, uh, and I understand that, you know, some maybe people don't like this movie that much. I think Escape Room, both the first movie and Escape Room Tournament of Champions are great examples. So I haven't seen either, but I <gasps> mean, just based on the premise, like I am familiar with the premise, so yeah. it, it totally makes sense. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a game. Yeah, I am actually... I can watch both Escape Room movies anytime. I love them. I might be biased because I really like Escape Rooms. I've done I, many Escape Rooms in my life. I actually think I might have seen the first one. Does someone put their hand on like a stove? Um, Is like a heat related room? Oh, you know what? I, I might be thinking of Truth or Dare. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of Truth or Dare, which throw it on the list. That's definitely, it is supernatural, oh, yeah. but it's definitely a game it's, of survival. Um, but both, oh, the, but the main character of the Escape Room movies is our, uh, or the, the main character in Bones and All. What do you got for the rest of the list? Let's see where we're going. <laughs> All right. So, so the Escape Room movies, I think are great. Uh, you should, de- we should definitely watch those. I- I'm putting them on our watch list because they're, they're a good time. They're a good, stupid movie time. Uh, then I have, uh, next on my list is, uh, Hunt or The Hunt. The Hunt. Are you, uh, are you familiar oh, with The Hunt? That one came out like what, two, three years ago? Uh, yeah, it came out about... 2020 i believe yeah yeah yeah. i and saw that one it yeah yeah it's starring uh betty gilpin from from glow yeah also hillary swank game of survival yeah yeah that's about like you know uh, that's the one that's about a bunch of the, i guess the twist of the movie ends up being you know it's a bunch of people who are kidnapped and then put into like a dangerous game scenario where they're being hunted by other people uh but it turns out it's the people who are doing the kidnapping are all like super wealthy like left wing liberal people who have kidnapped like what what they think are right wing are, are like yeah like deplorables I think they yeah, call them in yeah. the movie <laughs> uh, and so the whole conceit of it is like it's all these like annoying you know republican right wing stereotypes like being like hunted down but you know um Betty Gilpin plays this um uh like character who's just like a, she's almost like the the chick from your next where she's just like unreasonably survivable and you're like why is this chick so capable mm-hmm. you know <laughs> until she gets to the end and then she i one reason to mention this movie is mostly because there's a really really awesome super well choreographed fight scene between her and hillary swank at the end oh my god it kicks so it just goes on it it just goes on forever and it's just it's so good and so satisfying and also just like a weird it's like fun because that one turns all your expectations on there you know on your head and like you really it's that it's a fun one to discover what's actually happening in that movie yeah i high recommend that was sick if you haven't seen it yeah really fun and also uh Totally, totally game of survival. It's literally like, you know, most dangerous game. So I think that one counts. Um, and so here's one. You might not have seen this movie. So another one that's high up on my list. Um, it's a bit of a, a a dark horse. It's a movie called, it's a sci-fi horror movie called Circle. Oh, have you, you, know have you what? heard of I, it? I, I believe I have seen it. It's where all the people are standing, right? In like the spirally kind of circle thing. And they all have to figure out why the yes. other person is yes. there. Yeah. Uh, or is it why they're yeah. there? Yeah. So you might be confusing it. There's another movie called like Nine Alive. No, I I, I remember Nine Alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
which is like another one that's kind of got a similar concept where a bunch of people are in a room and they have to find out why they're all connected or they're all going to die. Is Sabrina but in that Circle, one? yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. I I'm I know that. Yes, yeah, Sabrina's in Nine Alive. Dude, I I can't believe you know that one. Oh my God. I thought I was the oh, only one who watched I, that I, one. No, I saw that one a long time ago. Okay. Yeah, so Circle's about like, it's like 50 people wake up in this dark room where they're all standing on these like red circles and- there's like this black orb in the middle. Like they're clearly on like some sort of alien spaceship or something. And so if anybody steps off of the the thing, they get zapped. And every like couple minutes, they all have to secretly vote on who gets killed next. And whoever, you know, is has the majority vote dies. And so it's all about like uh, people trying to like these people trying to uh, Stop whatever's whatever's happening and then also like trying to buy time by figuring out who's most deserved to die next you know so it starts out with like we'll kill the old people they would have died next anyway you know uh yeah and also like the, the movie also like comments on it's like a big commentary on like stereotypes and stuff to the point where all the i think all the characters in the movie are just credited as like you know asian guy like or oh, they don't you know, even have names no no they're all like pregnant woman asian guy black doctor like that's all they're all credited wow. as like whatever generic like stereotype they're trying to like fill you know so like that that one's like an interesting one but it's definitely a game and it's a little yeah. more you know cerebral because it's about like and then at the end of that movie like the twist and it's not even a twist like it's turns out it was aliens but like the <laughs> the, the movie like comes down to like a little girl and a pregnant woman and then, like, a dude who's been, like, pretty nice and quiet the whole movie. And then he, like, convinces the little girl to... He's like, listen, we have to let the lady with the baby survive. So let's both step off at the same time. And then he pretends to step off, lets the little girl step off, and at the last second votes for the pregnant woman to die, and then kills both of them, and then survives. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so brutal. And it's just this, like, tricky white guy gets to live. You know? It's like, ugh. Now this guy made me sad. damn it. <laughs> oh, also, oh, before he gets to go out of the uh, spaceship, he has one last, there's one last vote that has to happen because the per, the baby in the belly, he has to vote oh, to kill that too. Wow. Which he, which he clearly does because we see him at the end of the movie walking. That's back. fucked. It is fucked. It's super fucked, man. I remember, that movie blew me away. I was like, wow, low budget horror movie. I didn't know it could be this entertaining. But yeah, so those are all my games of survival. Uh, but I think... You know what? I think you're next, ready or not. I think you're next might be my top pick. I mean, it's one of my most favorite horror movies of all time. Me too. Uh, I might be biased. It's probably within my top five easily. Uh, It's so good. If you guys haven't seen your next, I I don't don't, don't know what to tell you. You're doing yourselves a big disservice. You got to go. You got to go see that movie. All right. So I'm going to put your next. And you know what? What what would you vote for saying? My vote for second is so you haven't seen escape room but we both seen would you rather i think i might count would you rather as would as you one rather of the best, is definitely in there one of the best games of survival movies and then i think ready or not right like yeah all right so would you rather all of these, ready or not all of these have like you know <laughs> game titles as the title of the movie right except you're next oh no yeah. you're next is kind of like you know that's a game that's kind of a gamey yeah so I'm going to say you're next. Would you rather ready or not? That, those are my top games of survival. Movie. No argument. All right. So let's no move notes. on to a- a- Animalia. Oh, all right. This is fun. So do you want me to start with my list or do you want to do yours? Because I started on the last one. Uh, no, 
yeah, or should we try and like again. really i feel like animalia is pretty easy to lock down def- definition wise like your main antagonist needs to be an animal or group of animals yeah and a reasonable animal like the yeah, meg i don't Shark think Nato. counts no the meg does not count the meg is a yeah. shark movie true which is a different category i i will i will allow some shark creep into this category but the meg is not gonna cut it no no okay so <laughs> i'm gonna start with the shark movie that i have on my animalia list which is 47 meters down oh okay you know what i have 47 meters down as surviving the elements Ooh. okay you know what that does make more sense that's totally reasonable the conceit yeah, because- of the film is that they are underwater and the shark is an element in it instead of the shark being the main yeah protagonist. that that was my thought process because the sharks, while they are there and are a danger, the the like immediate danger for most of the movie is how do we get out of this cage? We're running out of air, you know. Yes, so I was totally. like, I yep. so, so I I it was close because my first thought was, well, this movie definitely counts. Let me put it under Animalia because of the sharks. But then I went, wait a minute. See, this is why we're doing this. This is a perfect yeah, example. See? You're a hundred percent right. Let's go with my next one, The Pool. Oh, I was hoping that would be... I, I left it off my list because I think I remembered you mentioning this earlier. And I was like, ah, he's got The Pool. The Pool uh, is so much fun. It's about a guy loved who movie. is shooting a commercial at a <laughs> pool. I believe... I can't remember if it's a Korean film or if it's... Um, I believe it is a South Korean film. Okay. It's about a guy who is filming a commercial... Uh, and the set of the commercial is a pool, like a big Olympic-sized pool. He mm-hmm. uh, decides to stay there on location after filming because I think he's waiting to meet up with someone. Mm-hmm. He's ready, like he's meeting up with his girlfriend or something. Yeah, um, yeah, yep. And so he takes a nap in the pool, and the pool drains out. While the pool is draining out, a alligator or a crocodile i can't remember i think it's an alligator doesn't matter one of the two it's fucking huge and it slithers up into the pool and as the pool drains out he is no longer able to get up out of the pool because he can't reach the the ladders he can't reach the edge of the wall so now he is stuck in this huge in-ground pool with this giant gator and i think that's a pretty good example animalia you know it's Literally one man, one giant alligator. Yeah, I think this is a perfect example of just this it, it, this category, which is why I was excited that you were bringing it up. This, this is like a perfect example of this type of movie. Like, uh, yes, the the, the the crocodile is like a, you know, featured like focal point, um, but it's there. There's just like, you know, he's he's stuck in this pool. He's got to survive. He's got no food, nothing to drink. There's no way out because turns out these pools are deep as shit. And <laughs> once if you're stuck at the bottom of them with no water, you're pretty much fucked. Yeah, he, um, he like his his phone is like up on the deck, and I think his dog is there. But like he he like tries to use his dog in a couple different ways to like get out of the pool, and it doesn't work. But like. He is survive like he's not necessarily worried about food and water right off the bat. Like he does, you know, succumb to 
lack of both, but yeah. the main threat is, fuck, I'm in this enclosure with a huge gator. Like, that is the main issue. And doesn't his girlfriend show up at one point and, like, she gets, like, injured too? Doesn't she get, like, hit her head or something? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they both get stuck in there at some point. Yeah, his girlfriend definitely shows up and she gets stuck with him. So then it becomes kind of like a, uh, now that both of these people have to survive. But it's, like, a really good example. And you know what? It's a good foreign horror film so if you're like kind of out of like english horror films to watch like american or or you know ones in english like if you're looking for something interesting that you might you know not have seen yet definitely check it out it's called the pool Came i'm pretty out sure it's on shutter uh, i believe it is while shutter is still alive uh my next one is piranha okay all right so like piranha 3d yes Piranha 3D. That will, so, all right. So the original Piranha from like the the black and white one, or like the remake from 2000, you know, whatever. I'm gonna say the remake only because I'm just more familiar with that movie. Uh, I, I, you know, it's the title yep, Piranha. Just Piranhas. They have. It's not like they're all constantly stuck in the water, like the characters. Like they do, they're back and forth between the water and the land. So like, it's not like it's a surviving the elements where they're stuck in the water the whole time. They're dealing with the threat of these piranhas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- I think that's a pretty good. Yeah. Pretty I good thought about one. piranha. I thought about piranha. I was almost, I figured I'd leave it up to you to decide if you brought it up because I was like, it's almost a creature feature because they're like, I think like prehistoric piranhas. Yeah. They're like you know? some piranha variant, but like it's still, it's but, still, they're still piranhas. Yeah. They're but just it is more aggressive. It, all right, I, I'd say I'd say that one goes like towards the bottom mm-hmm, because mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's it's it is more of like a fun like campy like horror comedy romp, um, but but I definitely it can, I I'd say it counts as animalia, you know, it's close, but it, like definitely don't if you're looking for movies along the lines of what we're talking about, maybe put that one at like the bottom <laughs> of the watch list. Yeah, yeah, not that it isn't a good. <laughs> good time but like it definitely won't scratch your itch as well as some of these other ones. um what else see. what else you got what else i got uh i got crawl was it your last one i think i yeah because my other one is the sand and i'm realizing and we haven't watched sand, that one yet. oh i've seen the sand oh you did watch it i yes, thought you hadn't have, seen it no, you just I knew what it was about sand um, oh but I'm realizing the sand is more of a creature feature. Um, okay. Because they're not actual animals that, like, exist. But So I have Crawl. Crawl is about a flood, uh, I think. Is it Louisiana or Florida? I, think she's in, I want to say Florida, but it might might be Louisiana. But let's say Florida. But uh, So it's about a girl and her uh, father. And they are trapped in their house during a major flood. And all the streets get flooded. Their house gets flooded. And now they are stuck in their house with more gators. I'm realizing now my my list is extremely reptile and amphibian oriented. Hey, you know, they're scary. But so here's they, another They lay feature. eggs. It's creepy. They lay eggs. That's the part. Well, you know, they got teeth. Teeth and lay <laughs> eggs, you know? Um, so... That was like the first difference. I was like, "Why are thing? Why are these different than mammals?" And I was like, "Well, they lay eggs." So that's that might be, might be something why we find them extra creepy. Uh, so she is stuck in the house. The water is rising. The gators are all over the place, and I think she's like a swimmer. And the whole 
the whole thing is that like she has to escape the house and then get out of the flood and the flood is an issue but like she could sit on the top of her house right like it doesn't it's not like the house becomes completely underwater like she's floating around on objects yeah, the main yeah. threat is the alligators yeah the the it, it's sort of like a, a, an alligator movie with like a, a hurricane as the backdrop uh, yeah, I you think know? the hurricane is, like, the sub-threat. Yeah, but it is also a threat. So, yeah, I think surviving, it, it counts as, like, a game of survival. It's not quite elements because the hurricane is not, like, the main focus. But it is just a, they're regular alligators. They're just very, they're, you know, they're There's a just aggressive them. and coming after it, you know? Crawl definitely counts. Crawl was on my list as well. It's also just a really good movie. It's starring, um, I think her name is Kaya Scotolario, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um... She was in, she played Claire Redfield in Welcome to Raccoon City. Not that that's a recommendation from me. That's just what she did. Um, <laughs> she was, she was in also, <laughs> she was in it and she, I mean, people know Claire Redfield, you know, so, yeah, but I'm not saying you should joint. go watch it. But she Pretty was fun. also in the Maze Runner movies. She was in Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, the one with um, uh, Javier Bartem, mm-hmm. whichever, uh, whichever movie that was. So she's got she's got a uh, well she's got a blockbuster pedigree. I I mean most of these movies aren't that great, but she is a good actress and she's really good in this movie. So <laughs> we can't blame it on her. She clearly shines. I'm not blaming her. Yeah, she's a good actress. She's just been in not great stuff. Oh man, yeah, um, I'm looking at the IMDb. Oof. Uh, yeah, just bunch of stinkers but not because not anything to do with her it really is just for uh poor cast or poor poor films that she's just like you know what i gotta get paid she does her best tell me your list all right so mine's pretty short um because i knew you would cover a lot of the ones that that i i also i agree with for the most part um although i knew like the the 47 meters down was coming so i was prepared mm-hmm. to re- re- rebut you on that one so my number one animalia is Cujo. Oh, yes. Cujo is right. Perfect. Beautiful. Mwah. I think I think Cujo is like the original. I mean, there might have been an animal movie that came before Cujo that like fit, fits the bill almost as well. But I think mm-hmm. the, if you like everybody knows what Cujo's about. Big, scary dog with rabies it's about a mother and a son trapped in a car while this just giant rabid dog just stomps around a farm waiting for them to leave so he can maul them you know that you've got you got all the elements we're looking for you know she's stuck in this hot car they got no food no nothing to drink the son has uh i think asthma or something so he needs like medication that he's not able to get because they're trapped in this car and this animal is just like stalking them, but he's also just a normal dog. He just has rabies, and also he's a Saint Bernard, so he's gigantic. So I, I think Cujo helps really round out the definition of this too, of this specific sub sub genre. Um, mm-hmm. So unlike uh, Piranha, which I'm thinking of it now, is not necessarily a survival horror. It is just an animal horror. You have the time crunch in Cujo because the kid needs his medication. You have the isolation because yep. they're stuck in the car and you have your giant angry animal. So yeah. I think that's like, I, I think Cujo story. might be. Yeah, I, I think the I think it hits all of the the criteria probably better than any I could really think of. Yeah. And, and, and not only that, but I mean, it's just a good movie, like performance wise, like it's just, it's solid. 
well, probably still one of the best Stephen King adaptations. Like, I don't know if you've seen it recently, but I watched it like a year ago and, and it still holds up. It's it's a scary movie, dude. It really keeps the pressure on like you. It's it's I, I, I think it might be top of my list, at least for 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 Animalia. I would easily let Cujo, you know, take top top billing on this. But what what else you got? What else you got? So I got, you got Cujo. Other good ones? So so, yeah, I let one shark you know, leak through. Um, this one was, was the reef. I knew, um, I knew you were going to do the reef. St- <laughs> the reef, uh, starring what's her face from gossip girl. <laughs> we have time to look these names up. We can, <laughs> I'm looking, I'm looking it up. Uh, fuck. This is the remake. <laughs> this is, uh, I'm Blake leaving Lively. all this in all of this. Bl- Blake live. <laughs> Blake Lively, you know Penn Bagley from uh from you really? is from Gossip Girl. That's like oh. where he got his thing. But anyway, it's different, different, different subject, different time. But yeah, Blake Lively stars in The Reef. Uh, I think it was like a 2017, 2018. It's a shark movie. Girl is stuck. Uh, but the interesting about interesting thing about it is that like she's stuck in, believe it or not, a reef. So she's like, there's this big, I think it's a bull shark. It might be a great white, you know, I, I don't have time to really really. It's a fucking shark. It's a, it's a big, scary shark. But she's like trapped on like a rock. She's like, she can see the beach from where she is. But the shark is so big and so aggressive. She's stuck on this like little rocky outcropping, you know, just far enough away where she can see hope, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but can't like quite get to it. And so I think this one counts because she she she's like we said, she's got the time crunch like she doesn't have any Mm -hmm. supplies with her. She's stuck on this like rocky outcropping. She's she can only be out there for so long. The shark, you know, won't leave her alone. But like it, so like the, the, I think all of the, it meets all the criteria, but also it's just like a fun, there's some crazy scenes in this movie, man, especially the way she, all right, you know, we already told you guys there's going to be spoilers. Do you remember how they kill the shark in this movie? Not at all. Dude, I had to put my pen down for this one. She <laughs> she gets a she like swims out to like a buoy where somebody else who came to rescue her like died and like they made it to like this buoy before they got eaten, but it was like a, a diver and he had like a you know an air tank. Oh, did she jaws? And I, I no no the the I don't remember the exact context of how this happens, uh, but she like ends up diving underwater. But not like with the air tank strapped on. It's not like she's scuba diving. There's just like, she dives underwater with this tank. The shark's chasing her. She like breaks the tank so that she like, it propels her faster. And she dives straight (laughs) down to the bottom of the water where there's like this like scrap metal from like a sunken boat or something. And there's like a real sharp piece. And she like the shark, there's like this long shot of her diving down, being propelled by this air tank as the shark comes down and she like like turns and twirls the last second so that the shark going like mock speed impales himself on this like mouth first onto this gigantic boat spike and kills himself oh my god i'm just it's like about the it's girl like riding the air tank that's so dude, funny it it's like this whole movie is like a normal survival like just nature shark movie and then in the last like 20 seconds, it turned, it's like Michael Bay kicked down the door and it was like, I've got it from here, boys. <'s> it's, no, that's, it's, that's a good it's one. Fucking, that's a good example. Dude, 
It's fucking crazy. It's so funny. It's honestly, that whole movie's worth it just to watch how they kill this shark. But also it counts. <laughs> so funny. Um, and my last, last honorable mention, uh, you know, I, I might need more time to reflect on it. Um, but Beast, starring Idris Elba, came out in 2022. Uh, I, I watched it the other day. You just saw it the other day. I just saw it the other day. I popped it on. I was writing down this list. I said, you know what? I remember this movie. This was one of my, like, movies... That, that inspired this uh even when we first started the podcast you know we we were thinking about movies to go watch and beast was one of them so i was like you know what i'm gonna pop it on and see how i feel it's a good movie you know is it gonna win any awards no in fact it didn't but <laughs> it, there's some good character choices some good writing idris elba plays like a really funny drunk dad um but also he comes he like you get to watch idris like fist fighted lion at the end also, the lion in the movie, just a normal lion. He's just really mean. Uh, there's some good scares. And also, there's like, there's a lot of parts in the movie where they just have to, like, they're stuck in, like, a, a jeep. And they're trying to, like, contact their friend who was mauled by the lion. And they got to get to him because he's bleeding out. And they got to rescue him and do, like, you know, emergency, like, surgery on him. Because Itracelba plays a surgeon. Of course. Um, So they do, like, field surgery on a guy to try, you know, so, like... All those elements are also kind of in this movie. Uh, and also, yeah, the special effects, pretty good. Because, like, the, the lion is, like, 100% CG. I think they got, like, the same... It's like I think it's the same lion that played Mufasa in the remake. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it you sounds know, for, like it hits all the same, like, Cujo notes, too. You know what I mean? Like, you have your isolation. Yeah. You're stuck in a mm -hmm. car. You have your big, yep. scary animal. And kids. Yeah, yeah. I I'd say it hits the Cujo notes... Kuja is just a better movie, but this movie was fun. So I'm going to say, you know, honorable mention to Beast. I I think it's like if you got nothing else going on and you're looking for a movie to watch, you know, if you're in the mood for kind of this, this sort of thing, pop it on. I mean, what's, you know, there you could spend worse evenings than watching Idris Elba for like, you know, 90 minutes. Here's the real question. Is Beast a animal thriller or is it a horror? Well, I mean, I guess that kind of, you know, is a challenge to this whole, uh, a lot of these movies in general, you know, like, I think if you're a, if you're one of those people who's like afraid of like wild animals, you know, like, cause like, is Cujo mm -hmm. an animal thriller or is it a horror movie? Like some people who just aren't afraid of dogs, they might not, they'd be like, yeah, whatever, you know, why are you afraid of this dog? All right. All right. You know, Eye of the cause if you're not, yeah, I, I think, I think there's plenty of people who are like a could be afraid of the idea of being like alone hunted by a lion you know I, I, it's a scary it's a scary prospect i think it counts i think it's a horror movie it, right. I, I also am one of those people i think thrillers are also horror movies i just think thrillers are generally like less horrifying on the whole you know i mm -hmm. think like thrillers are sort of like they're they are part of the horror genre but they're sort of like the stepping stone up to like big time horror, you know mm-hmm totally agree because like because like what do you you know a kid's not gonna watch like a you know they're not gonna go straight i mean i'm not gonna speak for every kid but you know most kids aren't gonna go straight into you know hereditary or you know terrifier you know they're oh, gonna man, like I start do. <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to meet that do. kid that uh they're but they're gonna they're gonna start at something you know something light you know something that's like more thrilling than horrifying and they'll work their way up there I think horror and thrillers, they're, they're all, you know, two sides of the same coin. They're all part of the same ecosystem. Uh, so I, I, but I'd say it counts. Beast counts. 
But not, it's definitely not top of the list. I think Cujo hits Animalia. Nail on the All head. Right. That's the perfect one. You got any other specific uh, Animalia picks? Um, I guess Anaconda is also like a good oldie. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, ice like, cube? It, yeah, Ice Cube. Um, uh, what, wow, what's his name? <laughs> I'm really bad at actors. Oh, <laughs> sorry, the wow threw me off. I don't know why it did, but yeah, uh, Owen Wilson. Yeah, Owen Will, yeah. What's his name? Uh, the Tomb Raider's dad. You know what I'm talking about? John Voight. John Voight. John Voight, thank you. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, if anybody doesn't know, that's the Tomb Raider dead. Really? Yeah. Um so I think Wait, we have which our, Tomb our, Raider? Our Laura Croft. Oh. <laughs> I know this is a I know this is an audio format, so you didn't see my like huge like head tilt that I gave Eric there. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Obviously I know Tomb Raider's Laura Croft. <laughs> Uh, yeah, probably again, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie, thank you. Yes, John oh, Boyd. Okay. Angelina Jolie, family members. Oh, you know what? I knew that, but I had forgotten it. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, we got to do our picks for Animalia. We have the Time Crunch, the Big Big Angry Animal, and yeah. Isolation. I think that's yeah. what our defining borders are for survival animal horror. And you, mm-hmm. I think we said Cujo number one, no problem. I'm definitely throwing the pool in there for number two. Yeah, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll get, I think Cujo number one, the pool, it, I, I'll give you the pool for number two. And I think, you know what? I think Crawl is a really good movie. I, I'd say Crawl also hits those notes. You think Crawl over uh, Reef? Yeah, I think Reef might be more of a personal. Okay. okay. Uh, you know, that, that might be more for me than, than the general public. I think Crawl is better for everybody, you know? So I'm thinking about mm-hmm. for the people. Okay, all right. <laughs> For the people. That's what this for podcast is all about. It's for the people. Yeah, for the people. All right, surviving the elements. Like, so this one for me, and again, you know, kind of like the last uh, with, with the reef, this one might be more for, for me personally, but uh, fall is my number one pick. I, you know, I think fall is surviving the elements 101. Like, it, for me, it goes right to the top. We, we can debate it, you know, if you have something that, that I might have forgotten but just prefacing this with that's my pick okay so i'm just gonna run down real quick on the couple that i have picked out and we can kind of pick from there i think what one we want to like really drill into next yeah but i have the beach house the happening (gasps) cabin fever the forest 127 hours which is debatable the road underwater and the lodge all right and so let me add a couple to that um so i have the fall i have the ruins i have the descent i have buried also another ryan reynolds movie. <laughs> um, oh that's a good pick. and and i believe that that's my that's my list so that so all together so that those that's our pile okay okay so I um, want to figure out right off the bat if the beach house is surviving the elements because that will also really take, um, I think, three or four other ones off my list. Ooh, uh, so if I recall correctly, the beach house is the one about the young couple who goes to like the son's family's like beach house for the weekend. But then there's like some sort of like, I, I don't know, I... Like so alien, I struggle to call it alien. It's like almost like a color out of space sort of like attack where like yeah, I don't think it's alien. Weird no, shit starts sure, to happen. I'm pretty sure the idea of the movie is that it is a biological agent. It's something that happened. The ocean creates it. It's like some uh, sort of like bioluminescent thing that like 
kind of wafts up out of the ocean and like it sticks to trees and it sticks to other surfaces and it's like glowing and fancy and beautiful and it's all these little spores but it if you succumb to it you it's like some sort of viral infection that turns you into this disgusting bloated monstrous thing goo monster yeah all right so the, if in order for that movie to count i think then we would because this is this is a dangerous ground we're treading because i feel like if we count that movie, then we are also we would be obliged to count like color out of space see I think Color Out of Space is different because it is specifically um, a... What the fuck is it called? It's like a cosmic. It's like a cosmic Cosmic horror. horror. All right. Well, then would you also... All right. Well, then maybe it's more closely... Although this is also probably cosmic. So then would... You know, what about... I think the beach house and the happening are the closest together. Because the happening is the trees are killing Also nature... All right. Okay, I'll count it. I'll count it. But right now, I'm thinking it's low. Low on okay. the priority. Totally understandable. Okay. But I'll say, but it is a good movie. So I'm inclined to keep it on it's here. Fantastic. It's a good. It, it's a good indie horror. If you got, I think that's also a Shutter uh, mm-hmm. original. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen uh, the Beach House, check it out. It's it's a it's a quick movie. Uh, and it's just it's eerie, creepy. It's it's got some good stuff in it. Yeah, it ramps good. up. It's one of those ones where like the third act is like fire. Mm-hmm. It's so sick. Oh, also, I I while we were talking, I thought of um another to the list, Sea Fever. Oh, I have not seen Sea Fever. What the fuck is that? Well, that's a lie because we watched it together when I did we North Carolina. Yep. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, we did watch it one afternoon. It's um so Sea Fever. It's also on Shutter, I believe. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. I totally forgot about this movie. Yes, I have. We yeah. did watch this together. Yeah. This <sighs> is about like a fishing crew or something who get like marooned at sea. Um, They're just like regular people and they, you know, like a regular like fishing crew. Uh, it's almost like a John Carpenter. Like it's almost like a The Thing sort of movie where like they determined that the water has like these parasites in it that are like causing people to like go insane. Um, And so it becomes like a who's infected type of story, but it's Mm -hmm. like very like contained, but it's like, it's all contained to this one setting of this, like this boat. Also there's like, you know, these weird jellyfish. I think it's like, uh, I I guess similar to, to the, um, the beach house it's it's sort of or the happening it's like a nature is evolving to like get rid of us sort of tech. okay so here's here's a really good way we can figure out because obviously these are both surviving the elements but are they survival horror movies i mm. don't think that sea fever is a survival horror movie i don't think yeah. it has <clears throat> enough because they they could turn around at like multiple points yeah. and get the fuck out of there yeah all right Yep, you're right. Sea Fever doesn't count, so we'll leave that off. I'm going to say Cabin uh, Fever is out, too. Ooh, yeah, even though you love to see the boy from uh, from Boy Meets World get work. <laughs> you love to see Sean Hunter get work, but uh, I don't think Cabin Fever counts. But, you know, Cabin Fever, that's a great hangover movie, man. Pop that on. You wake up at any point. Doesn't matter. Good time. Okay, so what about The Forest? So, uh, this is the Natalie Dormer uh 
joint where she goes to the the like suicide forest in japan yes is that too supernatural yeah i think that's too blair witchy like i wouldn't count blair witch as a survival movie you know so i think the forest ventures too deep into blair witch territory um okay so this this definitely helps me because it shortens my list for sure all right next Uh, debate is 127 hours a horror movie Ooh, now see the problem, and maybe I should, the problem is I've never seen it. And maybe I should have watched it before, you know, recording this. Um, but I've also never seen Buried, which is the other Ryan Reynolds movie. Um, I'm gonna but I just know, the, I know the concept. I'm going to say Buried is, is a horror. horror. I think right. 127 hours, if anyone's not familiar, James Franco finds himself in a... Oh, it's like, James Franco? I was thinking it was Ryan Reynolds this whole time. No, it's James Franco. He finds himself uh, in a ravine. His <laughs> arm is trapped under some big, heavy rock. He doesn't have a lot of he- leverage. So it's him surviving the elements, uh, you know, trying to uh, get himself free and get back to uh, civilization. I believe it's based on a real story. It, it is. It is 100%. a surviving the elements movie, but I'm thinking it might not be horrific enough. He does chop his arm off with a tiny little, uh, like pocket knife, like a like a paring knife, or like, yeah, like a pocket knife. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, a, or a cheese knife. It's like the tiniest little blade. It's useless, borderline. Yeah. Which is true. This is part of the story. This guy actually did end up with his arm trapped under a boulder after like a rock fall, and he had to cut his own arm off and then walk miles to to rescue wherever anybody was. Um, but yeah, I because I think most of that movie, the, the horrific part is boiled down to like basically one moment. Right, while he's chopping his arm off slowly. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I'm going to say that's more of just like a, it's it's just a documentary, not documentary, but like a biopic, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're it, right. It's, but, but I did, not that you were off base, because that was one of the ones I also, that also came to mind, even though I'd never seen it. Obviously, I know the story, so I, I thought about it. But I left it off because, like, I can't imagine that there's enough to it, like, to be considered for, to be a horror movie, you know? Okay, okay. We could be wrong. I mean, we might watch it and be like, whoa, this is definitely a horror movie, but I doubt it. I don't know. I've seen it, and I feel like in in my memory, there wasn't anything other than the arm part that I was like, oh, yeah, this is... This is this is but, horrifying. Yeah, all right. So we agree. But that being so, you have seen Buried, the Ryan Reynolds movie. I have not seen Buried, but I'm okay. pretty sure that's contained within the horror sphere. Yeah. So like, I mean, the concept of the movie. I mean, the whole. I know there's flashbacks, so it's like the movie cuts to the past before he was in buried alive in the coffin, and then him trying to get out of the coffin. But I mean, the idea of being buried alive in a coffin is horror enough i think most people have had that kind of like dream or nightmare or like fear before so i think that's easily classified under like you know like we've all thought about like oh what would it be like to be better yeah that's a claustrophobia issue yeah so i think buried definitely counts even though neither of us have seen it so we should probably put that on a list to, to check out sometime okay what about uh the road oh like a post so the road's like a post-apocalypse sort of uh you know i mean it, there is a lot of survival involved it's pretty much all survival it's about a man yeah. and his son and they're trying to get to the coast uh because but would they, you call that a horror movie 
I mean, there's, like, cannibals in it. They're, like, running away from, uh, you know, anyone they interact with. They, uh, I don't know. I When I watched it originally, I rented it from a red box because I was like, ooh, this <laughs> is a spooky horror movie. Remember Saddest box, five everybody? bucks you ever spent. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> well, it might have been five bucks for you. For me, anytime I used a red box, it was 30 bucks because I forgot to bring the movie back. <laughs> Every, literally every time. I spent so much money at Redbox because I just kept forgetting to bring the movies back. Here's here's a really funny, what's the worst movie you kept from Redbox? Real quick. Uh, I don't even know what movies I still have. I, I can tell you, I can't tell you what the worst one is, but I can tell you I own a Redbox copy of Real Steel. Okay, I think that might be your worst one. <laughs> as much as I do love that movie, I think it's it's objectively not a great movie. I pay I paid thirty five dollars from Redbox to own a thirty five caseless copy of Real Steel. It's okay. I have a copy of Boondock Saints two, which is <laughs> the worst movie. That's a brutal surcharge right there. Yeah, but back to the elements. Okay, back so to the we elements. think the road. We're saying the road might not be horrific enough. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna. I'll, I'll say it's a horror movie. Sci-fi horror, probably more so, but like, yeah, horror I think drama? it counts. Drama horror? Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll, put, we'll put the road on there because I think, you know what, it, it, it's a scary concept, like end of the world, like apocalypse stuff. I mean, that's scary too. I mean, I'm scared of everything, man. So like, you can pretty much come to me with any pitch about w- what counts as horror and I'm I'm not going to be inclined to disagree with you most likely. <laughs> so like... So we'll, I think we'll, like a we'll po- leave that one I think the road the is a scary list. yeah the road but if you want to watch like uh Viggo Mortensen survive with his little son for a while like definitely worth it it's going to make you sad but yeah I think it's more bleak than horrific I think that might yeah. be the defining line it's just very bleak If depressing. you're terrified of if you're terrified of ennui then um, <laughs> you might right. want to watch the road So this might be my only pick that survives this definition I'm going with The Lodge. So what is The Lodge? The Lodge is about a woman and two children surviving, like, uh, over Christmas break in a cabin. So the father, spoilers for The Lodge. Honestly, go watch The Lodge. The Lodge is fucking awesome. I almost don't even want to spoil it for you. This sucks. You know, oh, wait, it's the, so it's not... She, the woman's not the mom. She's like the girlfriend or stepmom. No, or she's, she's a the dad's new girlfriend. And I, I think I can define it without totally blowing the movie. So okay. the dad, um, is recently divorced. He has this new girlfriend. The kids hate the idea that, you know, their dad is like interested in this other woman. So they end up going for Christmas break to this cabin, the dad has to work, so he drops everybody off at the cabin, and he's supposed to return after he does this meeting or whatever. They get snowed in there, and he can't get to them, so it's the three of them trapped in this cabin. They lose power pretty quickly off the bat, and they have extremely small amounts of food, and so it's her and the kids trying to survive the, you know, the, the winter, the snow, and each other. I think it's surviving the elements oh. only because so much of it is her out in the cold trying to get help. There's a pretty big 
like part of the movie where she's literally just trudging through the snow trying to find any help in civilization okay you know so, what? Like, I, everybody's I'm inclined cold, to everybody's give this to you hungry i, I think that uh, might be my only one that makes it under right, the, you know under what? the definition i'm gonna give you the lodge i haven't seen it but i well i've seen i think i've seen the first half hour of this movie um because we should watch it me and you are gonna yeah. watch this one this one's fun okay Okay, so that's another one to finish on the list. But I I'll saw give this you the with Makis. Do, do you know that? I saw this with Makis in a Oof. movie theater that seats in like a theater? 16. Yeah, oh yeah. This was like the movie I saw right when the pandemic started. Like, I think this might have been... This was your last pandemic... This was your pre-pandemic last movie? Pre-pandemic last movie, but I also went and saw like a ton of movies during the pandemic because nobody else was going to see movies. So, you know, <laughs> I had I'm not like here to four or five theaters completely to myself i'm not i'm not here to judge you man um all right so i the only other one on my list that we haven't talked about besides which we talked about the fall in detail that's my number one have you ever seen the ruins i don't think i have so the ruins is a if i'm remembering correctly i think it's like a 2012 um oh, i'm looking at it now it's 2008 oh man even earlier than i thought to that it's a 2008 horror movie it's based off a book which i i've seen a couple times at like a half price bookstore and i've been tempted to pick up uh it's starring sean ashmore and jenna malone and jonathan tucker like a bunch of like people who are like famous you know long time ago. oh i love jenna malone yeah she's great um but so it's about like a group of people who uh they go a bunch of like you know young adults they go on an adventure to mexico or south somewhere in south america they go on like a tour um and they come across like this sort of like mayan or aztec don't don't at me i barely remembering this um it's like this like you know sort of uh like a ziggurat you know like this like temple structure um so they're like you know traveling through the forest they come across this clearing where it's just like the the forest like the rainforest like stops and it's just sand and then this like structure and so they go you know off the path and climb up to the top and explore it and then when they go to leave uh this like group of like South American native people, not like, you know, like the, you know, it's not like that we're talking, it's not a cannibal movie or anything. I'm talking about like native, like they're just people who live in nearby villages in South America. Um, You know, they, they show up with their own like trucks and like guns and stuff. And they basically like cover the whole perimeter. They don't cross onto the sand. They just stay in the jungle and they make it. So these people cannot leave. Like, if they try to step off of this, like, uh, structure, the they, like, shoot at them. Oh, um, okay. And so the, so the movie's about inside of this structure is, like, this plant that, like, may or may not be supernatural. That's why I count this, because it's, like, the... They're 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 not really too clear on whether or not the the, there's like a supernatural element or if this is like some sort of like the happening scenario, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, but a lot of the movie is spent with these people just like not being able to leave from this like very well lit area. So they're like they don't have any food with them. They don't have any water. They're drying out. Also, like a couple people get injured trying to climb down into like this um, the inner structure of this temple 
So I think there's like a really brutal point where they have to cut off a guy's like leg. Okay. Okay. Um, but basically like the, so, so there's like a survival element plus there's like the element of there, there's this plant that like some of the people like keep hearing each other, like call to them from down below. And it's because this plant has like evolved to emit this, like, like almost like parrot, like mimicking, like sonic vibration that makes people think they're hearing each other talk to themselves, you know? Wild. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's really, cre- and it's creepy. Um, so there's like, I-, I don't know if this counts as surviving the elements, because there's also the people involved. This might be more, this might just not even count. But it was one of the other ones that just, you know, came it's, to mind. This, I think this might be our most difficult category, because like, it, it, movies about surviving the elements about exposure aren't usually that scary in a horrific manner right like right it's usually based in like a dramatic kind of like thriller where we get a lot of backstory about characters or like character interactions or character relationships but they're not necessarily like horrors right like this, it's, it's yeah. this was a tough one. Well, that's why actually I forgot. So there's the ruins, but that's why I categorized the descent as a surviving the elements movie, mostly because for me, the scariest parts of the movie movie are the spelunking parts, like the spelunking and the cave in aspects of the movie are the scariest parts. Obviously, the goblin people are terrifying, but, like, I find myself much more, like, unhinged when, like, I I have to think about, like, what would it be like to be crawling down this, like, tunnel of rock that that I can barely squeeze through, and then I hear that it's collapsed behind me? You know, that sounds way scarier than, like, what if I'm in a cave with goblins? (laughs) Okay, all right. So you're you're thinking the... the cannibal goblins are secondary to the cave-in part yeah i mean okay spoilers for like a 30 year old movie if you guys haven't seen the descent there's goblins in it um (laughs) if there's anybody listening to this podcast who didn't know that descent the descent has goblins like where have you been (laughs) but like yeah i honestly think that the descent great movie i love that movie no complaints but you could eliminate those guys almost completely and it would still be a terrifying movie oh see there's a very reasonable argument right like eliminating the goblin part of the threat still makes it a pretty harrowing adventure into this cave it's an un yeah it's an unmapped cave they're kind of in uncharted territory Mm -hmm. all right all right you know what i i i think i will give it to you i will move that from my other category into surviving the elements yeah especially because i mean think about when in the movie the goblins show up you know like people have already died well before we even see them you know like the threat just the the threat of the elements themselves like has already taken a toll on the group of girls spelunking in the descent like before before they even have to deal with these things so right. i'd say i'd say like the descent counts as surviving the elements but it's got like an asterisk because it's like surviving the elements plus goblins all right you got any other picks for that category you know it was so hard i really don't because like all you right. said it's a difficult category to cast votes for because like you said most of the time like surviving the elements like dealing with exposure 
Um, there's also, a, I think, an honorable mention. There is a movie, I believe it's on Shudder, called Backcountry. Um, that's about, like, a couple. Seen. It's about, like, a couple who go, like, hiking in the woods for a weekend. Uh, I believe it is, like, a, a bear, you know, okay. scenario. Um, but they get attacked by a bear and then have to continue to survive in the in the woods and travel. Um, so I think Backcountry probably counts. Okay. Um, but would but, it be Animalia? You know it might, yeah. See again, surviving the so the 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 impetus category for this whole episode is the most difficult one to to come up with answers for. I think we have what the fall and the lodge and the descent. I think, yeah, yeah. I think the fall, the lodge, the descent might be for. I, I would be willing because the descent is so good. I'd be willing to put the descent on top, especially since we've both seen it. Okay, all right. But personally, for my for Matt's Matt's recommend. I think the fall beats it out mm-hmm. in this category, okay. not as a movie. The, the Descent is a better movie, but The Fall, I think... Yes, we're not here to judge which movie is best. We are here to try no. and define survival horror. Yeah, so I think The Fall counts better towards this category, but The the Descent, if you're going to have to only watch one and you haven't for some reason seen The Descent, definitely watch that one. But right. So what does that bring us? So what's the list here? We have... so break, break, let's break down the categories. Games of survival. So the, we're 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 making a new subgenre, and then we're subgenreing that subgenre. It's just subgenres all the way down. Subs all the way down. Subs for days. So s- survival horror movies, games of survival. What's our top list? We have your next. Mm-hmm. Ready or not? Would you rather e- any of those three movies? Especially your next. Those will give you the 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 vibe that we're trying to come to to get to come across. With this category, definitely check out your next. Um, now, Animalia, what do we got? Uh, Animalia, we have Cujo, Cujo, Cujo. number one, Cujo, Maybe. number one, a hundred percent. Um, The Pool, number two, Crawl, two gator movies. I mean, that's a rough one to survive, and it's interesting because yeah. they are such different versions of gator movies. One is a gator outside of water, which is difficult to deal with, and then one is a bunch of gators in water, which is arguably way harder to deal with way harder to deal with but both both difficult uh and then we have surviving the elements we have the fall the lodge and the descent yeah for sure i i think if you see any of those three movies i mean i can't speak for the lodge but i trust uh i trust my co-host's judgment it's so good it's so good uh so the fall the lodge and uh honorable mention the road as well oh and before, you know, we were we still skipped that last category only because I, I voiced my objection to it. I I think I think you're right. It becomes a creature feature. Yeah. So what was your so the the your last category originally was what the fuck is that, right? What the fuck is that thing? Yeah. So what was your what was your list originally? Just so I can we, we can just make sure. Uh so I have it follows the ritual, the thing, Splinter, Ooh. and Alien. All right, yeah, yeah. So, you know, for all those, as there, that whole list is just straight bangers. Yeah, yeah. But I absolutely. really, but yeah, I really, but I really do think that that's that starts to branch too far into other horror categories. You know, like I, I think, I think the creature feature needs to stand alone. I, I 100% agree with you. It has plenty of legs all by itself. Yeah, oh, so many legs. And I, I don't think that, like, I think Animalia kind of starts to, you know, get close to that category. But I think 
the movies that we picked have the added feature of that like survival element you know yes. the isolation and the time crunch really changed the dynamic of an animal movie right because you could say right. jaws is obviously you know has some sort of crossover but in reality all of these people could just stay the fuck out of the water so it's right. not like exactly. they're gonna if you go in the water you're entering the territory same thing with um snakes on a plane it's like, all right, that's not really a horror movie. Um, the Piranha movie, it is an animal danger movie, but again, everybody you can, can just, just not be in the water. water. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the ones that we chose, so Cujo, Crawl, even the Reef, Beast, um, the Pool, those are all sort of like unavoidable scenarios that come with extra, uh, you know, dynamics in terms of like what the the main characters have to deal with in the movie. It's not just the animal hunting them. There's the elements too. And that really makes the difference. So these movies, so the, the, the animalia section, you know, it's not a creature feature, although there is some maybe overlap, but like, yeah, jaws is a creature feature. It's, it's not a survival horror. So I think that's where we can really delineate where it's, uh, where, where the difference lies. So I think this is, I think this is a solid list of movies. I think we've uh, I think we've found some very solid movies to give us really good examples of the definition of these sub subgenres. I I think as far as surviving the elements go, if you the listeners have any suggestions, send them our way. We're looking for exposure and nature and not supernatural. Yeah, if you've listened to this episode so far, you kind of get the gist of what we're looking for. You know, we're looking for movies. They can have animals involved, um, but we're looking for movies where people have to survive like a, a extraordinary circumstance. But it is, you know, a little more grounded. It doesn't have to be 100 percent grounded. But like if you think it's a movie that we have already seen and everyone's seen, send it our way because we're interested in trying to find something that fits into this slot. At the moment, yeah. things are, you know, slipping our mind, I'm sure. But I'm sure oh, yeah. you guys have a much better suggestion. Yeah. So if there's a movie that hits these categories, you know, or a movie you're thinking of while you were listening that you were like, oh, they should talk about this. Send us an email, uh, tweet at us uh, and we'll we'll take it under consideration. I'm not, above, you know, beyond the thinking of the possibility of revisiting this topic down the line. I'm sure, you know, by next year, more movies will have come out. Maybe we can try to narrow this down even more. But uh, yeah, so I think that covers this episode. You want to move on to our like sort of uh, last thoughts? Do you have anything to add, you know, that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with uh, with this with this topic, but just something before we go that you want to talk about, Eric? Yeah. What, what's your what's your uh, re- recommends or suggestions or what else? What, what you got going on this week? So I'm going to say, if you haven't seen The Lodge, go watch The Lodge. I think that's a real heater that came out a couple years ago. It's super good. Um, Really fun, interesting, uh, good twist. Uh, Other than that, I want to just jump into the category we didn't really talk about, the monster kind of category. If you haven't seen Splinter, is that on Shudder? I think it's on Hulu. Oh, even better. Okay, so it's a really, really cool kind of creature feature uh, where these people are trapped at a gas station and there's this weird kind of like... It's like that one villain towards the tail end of Resident Evil 4. 
you know, like the Iron yeah. Maiden villain that just like has turns into spikes everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's super interesting. It's a really fun creature feature. Definitely check that out. What yeah, about you? Good. Um, uh, as always, uh, so me and Eric, we stream. Uh, we've been streaming more, more often recently on Twitch. Um, so it's Twitch dot Matt X Young. That's where we. That's my Twitch handle. That's where you can find me. Uh, we've been playing like lots of different games recently. We tend to do a lot of horror games. Just the other day, we started playing a game called Choo Choo Charles. Oh, my God. And and boy, is that not one of the weirdest survival horror video games I've ever played? Because it's about you surviving on an island with a killer train on spider legs chasing you everywhere you go. It is defined as a giga spider from hell. Yeah. And if that's not enough to, to interest you to find us on Twitch and watch our VODs and watch us while we're live, follow us. I don't know what it is because if I were you, I'd want to know exactly what we're talking about right now. (laughs) But you can find us at the devil's cut pod on Twitter and Instagram. We post all of the uh, updates for when new episodes are coming out on both. And we try to give people a heads up uh, as far as when we're going to stream So if you want to catch us live, definitely tune into those and they will give you the best, best chance. Yeah. And, you know, uh, just if you if you like the show, we're going to you know, we're learning as we go, but we're going to keep getting better and better. We'll start getting, you know, more dialed in with our topics. We'll get We're always going to keep up to date with new movies. And uh, yeah, just like subscribe. Leave us reviews. It's it helps all the time. You you hear it on every other podcast you listen to. So just you know, give us the same treatment, please. And I think I think moving forward, the rest of the month, we're gonna start really covering more of our snow covered Christmassy Ooh, winter Christmas apps. spookies. I got a recommendation oh, for one that I think we definitely got to cover. It slipped past my radar, and I think it slipped past yours too. It- Probably did. Is it the Grinch? No, it's not the Grinch. I mean, we're definitely going to check out the mean one, the Grinch horror movie, 100%. (laughs) And we will we will get it to you guys as fast as possible. But um, all right. But yeah. yeah, All right. Thanks for tuning in. We will catch you guys later.